Mornings. It's Monday, January 24th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, snorting lines of semen, plus a woman's very wet, very vocal bittersweet ass, jamming to the savory sounds of meat rock, and trying to buy a stranger's baby in a Walmart checkout line. All this coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Resetting Your Smart Light Bulb in 23,000 Easy Steps. Start with your bulb off for at least five seconds. Then turn on the bulb for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. And then turn it on one last time. The bulb will flash on and off three times to show that the reset was successful. If it doesn't, your bulb may be running on an older version of firmware and will need to try the second factory reset process, which is designed for C by GE bulbs with this package or for firmware version 2.7 or earlier. Ready? Okay, start with your bulb off for at least five seconds. Turn on the bulb for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for two seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for two seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for two seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. Turn on for eight seconds. Turn off for two seconds. And then turn it on one last time. The bulb will flash on and off three times if it has been successfully reset. For more smart tips about our smart products, go to cbyge.com. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. It's just a fun thing. Yes, Tim Henson, back here with you to start a new week of programs. Once again, challenging you to listen. I don't like to make this easy for you. I want it to be as difficult as possible to enjoy this podcast. You basically just sat through three minutes of turn off for eight seconds, turn on for two seconds, turn off for two seconds, turn on for two seconds, turn off for eight seconds. Guys, is it really a smart bulb? If it's like a 79-step process to reset the damn thing. That was a real YouTube video. I did not alter it at all. 
I think we played that introduction once before back in, I don't know, 2019 or something. Uh, I've got an update for you. G, the makers of that quote unquote smart bulb. Yeah, they're getting out of the light bulb game. They're not good at it. It's a shame because I remember even growing up in the 80s and 90s, GE was synonymous with light bulbs. Remember their little slogan? Uh, we bring good things to life. If you go to the store, you may still see GE bulbs, but uh, they're not really GE bulbs. It's just like a company using the name. I just think, uh, you know, GE couldn't keep up. For decades, light bulbs really didn't change, right? So GE was just coasting. And then all of a sudden, CFLs came along and LEDs and smart bulbs caught them off guard, maybe. I don't know. They were late to the party. They finally get around to, to making a smart bulb. There, we got one. You can tell Alexa to turn on your stupid lights. Uh, that's what you people want, right? GE is back, baby. And then it was only like a day or two after the first bulb was sold. They got a phone call. How do you reset the smart bulb? It's not being recognized on my network. It's frozen. Huh? What? Reset a light bulb. You turn it off and turn it back on. No, that's not the same thing. We got to include a way to reset the light bulb. Fuck! Isn't there like a little tiny hole that I can stick a paper clip into and reset it? Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. Damn it. Anyway, uh, rest in peace, GE. That was an unexpected eulogy at the top of the program. I do have a bunch of great audio to share with you today. I think we're just going to go right ahead and jump on into the gross stuff. We have featured so very many come hungry whores on the podcast over the years. These ladies crave the warm, salty taste of a man's gelatinous nut butter. They want nothing more than to devour the microscopic shrimp babies floating inside that spurting jizz pudding. But sometimes these cock-slurping sloots can't be satiated by traditional means because their need goes beyond hunger. It's a jonesing. They are semen addicts in search of their next hit swallowing cum simply won't do. They need to snort a gentleman's load. Yeah, snorting cum to get their fix. I haven't seen this too often. I could probably count on my hand the number of uh, cum snorting clips we've played over the years, but here is another one. Now, before we get into this, really, uh, let me just set the scene. In previous come snorting clips, uh, usually the guy has already blown his load and it's on like a table or a mirror. Like, you know, she's really doing a line. As a matter of fact, in one of the clips, she takes a credit card and uh, cuts up the cum in, into lines. This clip is a little bit different, though. Uh, we've got a guy, his dick is right in her nostril, basically. He's getting ready to blow his load and she's going to catch it. <laughs> Snort it all. Here he goes. He is hoovering that shit up. After this video was posted in our Discord, I thought, I better turn to Pornhub and see if anything new in the way of cum snorting has been featured. And sure enough, I love snorting cum is the title of a recent video. Before we get to the snorting, there's a lot of cock gagging and puking. (laughs) 
cock slapping on the face, you know. She's one of these girls, and I don't know if you guys are into this or not. I find it disgusting. It's like when a child plays with its food. She doesn't immediately swallow the cum. She, she plays with it for a while. Oh, my God. So he came oh, on her. Oh, so much bad now. Cum is all over her, like, eye and forehead. Let me fast forward. I'm sorry. She went back to suck his dick some more after he came. Oh, I need to get all of that. She's got a mouth full of cum. She can't even talk. <laughs> Making bubbles. She's blowing bubbles with the semen. Oh, oh no. She did lie and says, make off your hand. Finally, the guy says, why don't you snort it? That's a good mm. idea. Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, so good. Okay. Uh, All right. There you go. That's enough cum snorting for one day. I did have one more filthy piece I wanted to share with you. You know, when it comes to verbal pornography, I like the gay stuff. You are a faggot. Well, there's that. That might have something to do with it. I don't know, though. I feel like just guys are better at verbalizing and being filthy. Get over here and choke on my cock, you disgusting, disease-ridden slut. That, to me, is way better than... Yeah, you want me to suck your dick, baby? There are always exceptions to the rule, though. Efuck recently found a cam slut, and my god, bitch has a mouth on her. Take a listen. You see my black nappy pussy in ass? Oh, yeah, I see it. I just didn't know I was allowed to draw attention to it. You know, that radio show host Don Imus got in trouble for calling uh, a black woman a nappy-headed hoe. Now this woman wants me to look at her nappy pussy hair and her nappy ass hair. I just don't know what's socially acceptable anymore. I think this is like the N-word. Black people are allowed to call their own ass crack nappy. Us whites don't get to do it, though. Oh, yeah. Man, I don't know about her having a nappy ass, but it certainly is wet sounding. It's like marching through a swamp. You have a very boggy anus. It's Moorish. Is that what Moors are? You know, in that book, Weathering Heights, they talk about the Moors a lot. I have no idea what Moors are, but I always pictured it being very wet and sloppy. Hold on. I'm sorry to take this detour. I'm curious about Moors now. What is a Moor? Here's some information. A moor is a tract of open uncultivated upland. A heath. It is commonly wet, like a black woman's nappy asshole. Wow, Siri. Wow. That's crazy. Totally. But I was right about moors. Anyway, back to our cam whore here. I want to see if you like it. I want to see how big your thick cum is when it comes out of my mouth. See why I like her? Loud and aggressive. (laughs) She's sucking on a dildo here, by the way. Pillow boy, please don't tell me what to do. I'm a top earner on this site. I know what the fuck I'm doing. He was probably like, you know, if you angle your throat back, you won't choke on that dick so hard. Fucking dude, mansplaining, cocksucking. I'm a top earner on skanker bait. I know what I'm doing. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, you made me cry. 
I'm going to drench your nuts. Again, EFUCK did an amazing job with this compilation. You can view it over there at EFUCK.com. I want you so far up my ass, I become your submissive, skank-ass, fucking black hooker hoe. Setting the black movement back a few decades. Uh, Back to the moors uh, of Cuntland. I'm going to show you something you've never seen anywhere on this site. I'm going to show you a secret of mine. Shove your big dick up my fucking shithole. Her big trick, by the way, is uh, squirting, which we've seen before. The twist on it, I guess, is she's got a dildo in her butthole, and she's operating it like a joystick, and it's sort of controlling the squirt coming out of her pussy every time she pulls on it. Can I judge your balls with my fucking black cum? Everything is so racial with her. Lady, all of our cum is the same color. Uh, you can hear uh, her squirt. Uh, 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 yes. uh, Again, that's what E-Fucked put together. This woman's name is the, uh, the Ola 18, which is Spanish for the 18th hole, right? No, that's not what that means. Anyway, I looked her up and man, she's got a lot of videos. E-Fucked was just scratching the surface. I'm going to fart your cum out of my farting ass. You understand me? Kind of hard to misinterpret that. You love me or you love my asshole? My bittersweet ass. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nothing like a big black dick prolapsing and stretching my tight ass. Anus. Mm-hmm. Big nasty cum farts. Your cock being in my tiny little anus. I love when it talks to your cock and they have a conversation. Oh yeah, just what the doctor ordered. My bittersweet ass. Well, there you go. That is Ola 18. Real quick. Before we move on from the porn space, I've got a clip here from a, a real like local FM radio show. I think they broadcast out of Florida or something. I'm not sure what their show is about. I think sports, right? And one of the guests that uh, was coming on the program was some woman named uh, Maya Khalifa. She is a porn star. Well, ex-porn star. She was at one time, I think. I think her claim to fame was she was the most watched woman on Pornhub or something. It's the only real reason why any guy might know who Maya Khalifa is. Now, she has started to show an interest in sports. I don't know if she wants to be a sports commentator or what, but she calls into this radio show and she's very offended by the introduction. So we're going to welcome to the show now a young lady who is an avid sports fan. Now, it's not every day. she, She hasn't had a professional gig talking about sports. The only thing she's done for money is fuck dudes. So yeah, it's going to come up in her introduction. Avid sports fan. Now, it's not every day you get to have someone on who is an avid sports fan who was also, at one point in time, the number one ranked adult film star on Pornhub. Right? That's noteworthy. That's the reason this bitch is on the radio show. As a guest, you know? Otherwise, she's just a sports fan. Like everyone else listening to the show. Well, fast forward to a couple of years later, and you have the very active in sports and in the adult film community, Mia Khalifa, uh, who was at one point in time the number one ranked porn star. 
now I think she's channeled that into an enthusiasm for sports where she speaks with a lot of passion and a lot of knowledge. Like if you step to her and try to argue sports, she will hand you your ass. So she's supporting her team, the Washington Capitals, against our team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right. This is a very respectful introduction. He's saying a lot of complimentary things about her and her passion for sports. Yeah, he mentioned that she was in porn, but that's because she was. Watching a hockey game like all of us have done. He's a big hockey fan. Huge hockey fan. And then out of nowhere, well, I guess out of somewhere, one of those damn pucks makes a beeline for Mia Khalifa's boob, and then it ruptures her implant. Do I have that right so far, Mia? Oh, that makes more sense. She's on the show because her tit was ruptured by a hockey puck. Khalifa's boob, and then it <laughs> ruptures her implant. Do I have that right so far, Mia? Um, first of all, I was in the adult industry for three months, so you need to fucking fact check before you ask me to call into your shitty radio station. Goodbye. And uh, that pretty much wraps up the interview. I love that the introduction was longer than, than the interview. But, like, why is she so upset? I guess she doesn't want to be known as a porn star anymore. But the guy said, like, look, she was the number one downloaded woman or, you know, streamed porn actress. Now she's getting into sports. She had her tit ruptured by a hockey puck. I mean, come on. Why does she think she's on this radio show? Um, first of all, I was in the adult industry for three months, so you need to fucking fact check before you... Hey, you need to fucking clean out your ears. All he said was you were the most watched woman on Pornhub. Ask me to call into your shitty radio station. Meanwhile, the disc jockey is just like lunging for that button. You know, the delay. She keeps swearing. He looks a little startled and confused. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I, I, we weren't supposed to mention that she was ever in porn. Uh, <laughs> well, we weren't supposed to mention that she was ever an adult film star. Apparently not. Look, I called in for one reason and one reason only, and that was to discuss how my tit implant was ruptured by a hockey puck. You guys are all jerks. Yeah, it was a clip from the Mike Alta show. I think they broadcast out of Tampa, Florida, if you're interested. Moving on now. We have played many hentai clips over the years. My favorite is when they are uh, dubbed into English so we can understand what's going on. Please don't take this the wrong way, but why did you rape and sodomize me in the public bathroom? Yeah, like right there, for instance, that's a hentai. I, I like that she's concerned about hurting his feelings. Don't take this the wrong way, but can I ask why you sodomize me? I found that to be incredibly rude. I just want to get your side of the story, though woman is lying down and it appears that her face is covered in cum please don't take this the wrong way so, you know the raping is still fresh i guess is what what that indicates but why did you rape and sodomize me in the public bathroom why i'll tell you why because you're in cahoots with those fucking bitches who boss me around all day who make my life a living nightmare and i've had enough i'm a man with a set of balls and i demand to be treated with respect so you did have a valid reason okay that's all i wanted to know she actually does kind of understand because then she just holds a conversation with this guy this is so awkward but I understand your hatred for the principal and her administrators. I've seen the way they treat you. Worse than a piece of dried up dog shit. Thanks. Most girls wouldn't be so understanding after they'd just been raped. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. And that's how I met your mother. Isn't that how that sitcom ended? The reason why I bring hentai up is uh, because I've got a guy here at an uh, anime convention 
um, being asked about hentai, he's going to explain the finer points of the genre here. Hentai is um, anime, except uh, it's for people 18 and up because it's pornographic. Right. Horny um, aliens with tentacles um, that want to get intimate with um, uh, human uh, girls. They... It goes up the uh, girl's vagina and uh, in and out and um, does her. Are the women, while this is occurring, are these human women enjoying these tentacles doing these weird things? Um, I actually can't tell. Um, sometimes they say stop or don't do it, but um, uh, they don't try and free themselves, so uh, I'm actually not sure. So in your opinion, the women uh, kind of want it. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. At the very least, they get over it pretty quickly. If you were in a hentai, how would your hentai go? You were the star. Okay. Um, Man, I need to get some press credentials for the next anime convention. I would um, be uh, on a cruise ship. Oh, rape in international waters. I like it. No laws. And uh, a storm came along, and um, we had to get in the lifeboat. Uh... And then somehow uh, I get washed out of the lifeboat and... uh, You're adrift. Yes, and I end up in Japan. And uh, I would uh, be accustomed by uh, the uh, many uh, uh, beautiful anime Japanese women there, obviously getting laid. The tentacle monsters would be the um, main antagonists of this hentai. Um, Yeah, that's good storytelling. You know, you got these uh, tentacle monsters raping these poor Japanese women. You slay the tentacle monster. They're totally going to give it up to you. I have on Final Fantasy-esque armor, and I have a, um awesome sword, and... Uh, okay, you know what? Enough of this anime dork's wet dream. Let's listen to a few more seconds of some real anime porn. The next bitch on my list is Mayumi Hiro, everybody's favorite phys ed teacher. Look at the size of that ass. And she thinks her shit doesn't stink like everybody else's. Well, I got news for that bitch. Her shit ain't any more fragrant than mine, and I'll prove it to her when I make her lick it off the end of my dick. And these are the type of cartoons kids are watching today. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Finally, before we get into the news today, long before the Linda Finkel Hall of Fame was a thing, Jan Terry was making awful music. Just to refresh your memory, here are some of Jan Terry's classic songs, including uh, Losing You. This is, you know, Jan Terry's most famous song, but I, I don't think you really get who she is as an artist without listening to songs like Journey to Mars. Get Down Goblin. Get Down Goblin. Get Down Goblin. The country anthem, Baby Blues. Yes, baby blues, so crystal blue. The music video for this song is great because the guy who plays Baby Blue doesn't have blue eyes. They're, they're quite obviously brown. 
Uh, and when asked about that, Jan Terry said she couldn't find someone that had blue eyes to appear in her music video. Why am I bringing Jan Terry up? Well, I've got some great news for you fan out there. Jan Terry is back in 2022 with a new album. This time, she's even singing about and including her dogs on a few of the tracks. She is, after all, an idiot. Just to give you an idea of what Jan Terry sounds like in 2022, here is a couple of her songs. First up, Online Dating. I guess uh, Jan's trying her hand at that. I do like the touch tone sounds as like an instrument. Using dial up anymore, but okay, whatever. There are so many sites. Which ones do I choose? Can I find my true love? Is my soul made out there? Some of them want money, some ask a lot of questions. There's a lot of people using them, there must be working for you. I met you on a date site. Ooh, you're the one. The vocals are just, they're, they're Jan Terry. It's classic Jan. I will say this, though. I, I kind of like the instrumental. Very catchy. Well, you know. It's a bop, man. Uh, Jan Terry is obviously looking for love because the very next track is titled Email My Heart which at first I thought was like a cover of a Britney Spears song. Pretty sure Britney had a song titled that. I think that's enough of that. Uh, just to give you an idea of where her dogs come into play, here is a track titled Hot Dog Baby. That supposedly is really Jan Terry's dog Jojo on the mic there. Spitting some rhymes. <laughs> well, this has classic written all over it. How you like your hot dogs? Get your wet hot tears. How do you like your hot dogs? Get your wet hot tears. Jan Terry's last dog uh, was Denny. Denny passed away. If you want to hear Denny, uh, you can go on YouTube and search for Distorted View Jan Terry Interview. Denny's barking throughout that whole goddamn call. Anyway, Denny's dead. Denny, according to Jen, always wanted to be a big star, wanted to be in TV shows and movies. Her new dog, Jojo, has higher aspirations. Uh, Jan is under the impression that Jojo at some point is going to uh, be our next president. And you can never tell how serious Jan is because, you know, she's borderline retarded. 
She loves the idea, though. Like, she's printed up T-shirts, like JoJo for President, yard signs and stuff. Anyway, here is a song called JoJo for President. She expects people to pay for this CD, by the way. This is something you can purchase and uh, listen to over and over. Hail to the chief and pass the backbone. Hail to the chief and pass the backbone. Hail to the chief and pass the backbone. You got songs about hot dogs, songs about pepperoni. It's really a meat-heavy album, if you're into that. The whole new genre, meat rock. If you're into meat rock, check out Jan Terry's Songs for Hope. I will provide a link on the show notes to Jan Terry's Bandcamp account where you can purchase the digital album for $10. Believe it or not, this will also be pressed onto vinyl. That's right. You can buy it as a physical album. Again, all the information is up on her Bandcamp account. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Up, fucked up news right now. <laughs> If you like Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this stupidity by signing up for the Sideshow. That is our member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Believe it or not, I've been at this since December 2004. There are over 4,000 past episodes of Distorted View Daily. Plus, every week we do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. Go to superfreaksideshow.com, sign up right now. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. You'll get access to a special uh, password-protected RSS feed that works with most podcasting apps. If you don't want to deal with all that, you just want access to the exclusive shows and you listen on Spotify, oh, I've got some great news for you. You can sign up right on Spotify. Same deal with Apple Podcasts. If you are an Apple user, just search for Distorted View. You can click subscribe and then boom, you'll see all of the exclusive shows on your feed. Tomorrow's show is going to be Sideshow exclusive. And then on Thursday, we'll be doing another Sideshow exclusive podcast. So it's a great time to sign up. Sideshow members are the reason this show is able to continue. So thank you so much. There are other ways to support the program. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where you can call into the show. I will play your calls first. Every little bit helps, though. So thank you to all of my patrons as well. All right. Three very quick stories. Now, first up, we got one from the great state of Connecticut where a Fairfield man was recently arrested after yelling and throwing things at employees at a Robux smoothie shop. This is one of those news stories where I actually saw the video first, posted on TikTok and Twitter and YouTube. Oh yeah, the freakout was caught on cam. According to police, the man identified as James Inazio made a purchase at aerobics. He left the store without incident. At first, he came back and then there was an incident. Anasio called 911 at around 1.39 p.m. and requested emergency services to his home for a juvenile suffering from an allergic reaction. Oh, well, see, now the story's becoming more clear. When I originally saw the, the, you know, the video posted on Twitter, I just saw a guy freaking out over a smoothie and I was like, what a fucking crybaby. His super immune boost acai berry smoothie didn't have enough acai berries. Boo hoo. My smoothie's supposed to be tart. This isn't tart. But this guy has like a legit complaint. He got his kid a fucking smoothie and the kid had an allergic reaction. Actually, before we go on, why don't I go ahead and uh, play that video for you? 
Please don't yell at us. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of like teenage girls apparently manning the the shop. You have no room to yell at us. I want to speak to the fucking person who made this train. Is that you? No, no it wasn't we don't know me. who made it. So. You don't know who made it. There's four of us here, so we honestly don't know. Fucking Please. stupid, fucking ignorant high school kids. Okay, bye. I want to speak to the fucking. Bye. Kid. Okay, you can call corporate whenever you want. Goodbye. Yeah, he just threw the entire smoothie at the girl. Well, that's assault. <laughs> the smoothie splattered all over her. Give it to me right now. These girls were being bitches, though. High school cunts. <laughs> I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. Fuck you. The guy would be like that would be scary, right? Imagine you're like a 16 year old girl, you know, working with a couple of your friends at this smoothie shop, and this guy comes in, okay. calling them bitches. You, bye. Bye. Although the girls don't seem too scared, bye. they're actually annoying too. I always find in these freak out videos. Every party is annoying. Shut up. You shut up. You're not going to tell me to shut up the fuck. Who are you? Who are you? you fucking immigrant loser. What? Um, you? Well, see, now it's easier to be against him when he starts screaming shit like that. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You stand your ground, honey. You're going to jail. You're going to jail, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> Bro, call the police now. That's not my job to give you the telephone number. After you threw a smoothie at me, fuck you. I ain't getting you a phone number. Our professional relationship is over with. Right now, you want, I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Great. Like, fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck I'm trying to see if at any point he mentions the fact that uh, the smoothie gave his whatever wife, kid, whatever, an allergic reaction. It's just just a lot of screeching at that point. Back to the actual news story here. Uh, Anasio called 911 at around 1.30 p.m. and requested emergency services to his home for a juvenile suffering from an allergic reaction. Police say the juvenile was transported to an area hospital. According to police, Anasio returned to the smoothie shop a short time later and confronted employees. You heard that. Police say Anasio yelled at employees and demanded to know who made the smoothie that contained peanuts, which caused the juvenile's allergic reaction. Here's the thing. If you know you have a nut allergy or you know your child has a nut allergy, just fucking stay away from non-fruit-based smoothies. Like, why the hell would you order something like, I want uh, the peanut power plus smoothie, but no nuts. That's what he had to have ordered, right? Looks like the only thing that has nuts are the things that, uh, like, have nut in the name. Like, peanut power plus, nuts about protein... Well, I can really find. Unless, like, these girls totally fucked up and just gave them the the wrong smoothie altogether. Officials say when Robux employees could not provide Anasio with an answer, he became irate and started cursing and throwing things. Uh, Anasio allegedly threw a drink at an employee. Well, we saw that in the video, uh, which hit their right shoulder. The employee did not report any pain or injury. 
According to police, Anasio made comments towards an employee uh, referencing their immigration status. He was asked to leave multiple times. Police say Anasio did not leave the establishment and continued to yell at employees. Anasio then attempted to open a door that led to the employee-only area but could not get in because the door was locked. According to police, the man left before they arrived, but he later turned himself in without incident. Police say Anasio told officers he was just upset that his son had severe allergic reactions and then went back to the store because of that. According to police, employees reported Anasio never mentioned a peanut allergy. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that in the video I saw, uh, but they only asked that there be no peanut butter in his drink. I knew it was one of those fucking peanut butter drinks. Fucking asshole. Look, smoothie places are pretty much like fast food, and you can't expect them to ever get anything right. Special orders, special requests, it's a real fucking gamble. Again, just stay clear. If your kid has a peanut allergy, stick with the goddamn berry smoothies or something. God damn. Uh, Anasio was charged with uh, intimidation based on bigotry or bias, plus breach of peace and criminal trespass. Oh, and I've got an update here because the internet did its thing. They found out where this guy worked, which was apparently (laughs) worked in the past tense now. (laughs) You know where this is going, right? Uh, He had a job at Merrill Lynch. Merrill Lynch had this to say. Our company does not tolerate behavior of this kind. We immediately investigated and have taken action. This individual is no longer employed at our firm. Also issuing a statement is Mr. Anasio's attorney, uh, who said... Upon drinking the Robic smoothie, his son had a severe allergic reaction, which required transport via ambulance to the hospital. When faced with a dire situation for his son, Mr. Anasio's parental instinct kicked in. Okay. And he acted out of anger and fear. He is not a racist individual and deeply regrets his statements and actions during a moment of extreme emotional stress. Things are going to get a whole lot stressful in a few months when you realize your bank account's running on fumes. And you don't know how you're going to make your mortgage payment because you lost your job because you threw a smoothie at a 17-year-old girl. Womp, womp. All right. Uh, second story we have for you today. Oh, let's go to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Here we go. Woo! We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Yes, the story comes from Crockett, Texas. A Texas woman is now out on bond after a sheriff deputy said she tried to purchase another woman's kid while waiting in a checkout line at Walmart. Maybe she thought she could get a good deal because this was Walmart after all? You don't want a child that comes from Walmart. You don't want the great value brand version of a son or daughter. Woman don't respect herself. Go to Macy's, Nordstrom. Hell, even Target has better quality children. And the fact that she thought she could just buy one in the checkout lane is cuckoo crazy bananas. It's not a Snickers bar. Bitch almost impulse bought another woman's baby. Wonder what she was offering. Let's see. Uh, Maybe the news story says here, uh, Rebecca Taylor, 49, came up to the woman's shopping cart in the checkout line. The woman's cart had two children inside at the time. You don't want both of those, right? One's enough, really. Come on, be honest with me. Taylor started to make comments about one of the woman's two children before allegedly asking if she could buy him for $250,000. Real talk time here, freaks. Uh, I don't know how old this baby was. 
it was sitting in the shopping cart, so it can't be that old. You only really known the kid for, what, one or two, maybe three years? Maybe $250,000 isn't a bad deal at all. You can just, you know, pump out another one. That's what you're made to do. Then you can give that kid the life it deserves. You have all that extra money. I think we need to stop treating kids uh, as being so precious. It should be treated like the commodity they are. I will never be able to adopt a child since they go looking through these episodes of DV. Woo. My mom was asking me when I was uh, up in uh, Ashtabula for Christmas. She's like, you ever think about having kids? And I said, I don't know. I, I've thought about it, but I don't, I don't think it's in the cards for me. And it's all because of this show. This show ruined me. And any chance I had at having kids, unless a lady freak might be willing to carry my seed, there's a lifetime sideshow membership in it for you. Email me, show at distortedview.com. Let's talk. Let's talk turkey. Baster. Anyway, back to the story here. So uh, this woman offered $250,000 for the kid. And, you know, that's just the starting price. That's like that's the initial offer. Apparently, the, the mother of the kid got all offended. I guess because it was lowball or something. The mother refused her offer and Taylor pressed further. <laughs> she increased the offer to $500,000. Fuck! She doubled her offer. She didn't even go up like in increments of like 50000 or 100000 She really wanted this thing. So she increased the offer to $500,000 and allegedly threatened to take the infants. She's like, I am leaving this store with these kids today. Now, if you want $500,000 for them, that's great. You keep turning down my offers, though, and I'm just going to take the fucking things. And you're going to have nothing. So we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Take the half mil, bitch. What are you, fucking crazy? Your kid's not that special. All babies kind of look the same anyway, right? Deputy said the mother still refused and was able to leave the store with her children safely. That's when she notified authorities of what happened. Taylor was arrested and charged with sale or purchase of a child, but the, the sale didn't go through. <laughs> a third-degree felony in Texas. Oh, that's illegal in Texas? Okay. Records show she was released Thursday on a $50,000 bond. Final story we have for you today. Weber, you know, the grill people. They, uh, they had to issue an apology recently. The outdoor grill maker apologized on Friday for sending a recipe of the week email earlier that day featuring instructions on how to prepare barbecue meatloaf. That was the day that Meatloaf the singer died. Not sure if he was expected to be cremated, but I'm almost 100% sure if that's the case, he was not going to first be slathered in barbecue sauce. Yes, the email coincided with the news of the death of Marvin Lee Addy, Ad Day, best known as rock superstar Meatloaf. Not long after sending out the recipe, Weber Grills followed up, offering its sincerest apologies to recipients. Quote, At the time we shared the recipe with you, we were not aware of the unfortunate passing of American singer and actor Mr. Marvin Lee, also known as Meatloaf. We want to express our uh, deepest apologies for this oversight and for any offense this email may have caused. In the grand scheme of things, this is like merely a blip on the social media map of fuck-ups. Quite frankly, I think we're all still reeling from Paps Blue Ribbon's tweets from a couple weeks ago, you know, where they suggest that we just uh, eat ass in January. They were very adamant about that, too. There were multiple tweets. Pat PBR was replying to other people about ass eating, really double tripling down on the rim jobs. 
Anyway, uh, the company, uh, Weber, not Pabst, uh, the company based in Illinois offered its condolences to Meatloaf's family and friends, signing off as the Weber family. Meatloaf, who shot to fame on the back of anthems such as Paradise by the Dashboard Light and Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, died Thursday, according to a family statement provided by his longtime agent, Michael Green. He was 74 years old. So much sadness and death already in 2022. Thankfully, we have eating ass to keep us warm. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. I love to hear from you freaks. And there are so many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. Call in, say hi. Uh, if you are patrons, though, uh, check out uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash view. If you pledge $5, you'll get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And we actually do have a patron calling in here in just a moment. But first, let me tell you about our social media accounts, at DistortedView on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash show, And, of course, we cannot forget about the Discord Yes, Distorted View has a Discord, and the link is on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Click to join, uh, what, 1,400 other freaks? We chat, share links, play games, watch stuff. It's a great time. Awesome community over there. Again, there's a link uh, on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with some freaks. First up, a patron. Timmy Boots, DJ C, calling from the Tesla of love. Just calling with a... Uh couple things, two things for you, Tugu. First, on today's show, you were talking about how uh, someone had sent you a, a profile, you know, in a, a, to, to a fake profile on Facebook in the jib jab language. As you, as you- yeah, you, I'm sure you guys have received those friend requests from people who obviously are from a different land. And uh, I love when you click on the profile and you go to said fake profile with the jib jab language. And you look at the friends, you were saying you looked at the friends and there were like four other people. But I love when you find all of your stupid-ass buddies yes. in that list that just click any <laughs> hot bitch's profile. It's like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> like, they're all friends with her. So anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. And on another story from uh, my best friend coming out of the closet, uh, I had just uh, gotten out of my marriage at 22, 23. My best friend came out of the closet. We were in... Um, we were going to this dance club up in the up a couple towns up from us, and it was a big gay, big gay. He said it was you know it was gay by you know it was an open club, uh, but it was known for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were going up there, and I you know kept saying I'm straight, I'm straight, I'm straight, and you know <laughs> I was a little apprehensive at first before. He was like, we'll see, we'll see, we'll get a few drinks in you, we'll see how it goes. I ended up half naked in a cage. Having a grand old time. That always happens with the straight guys at the gay club. um, uh, He had, uh, 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 there was a guy there who was chasing me. And I kept telling him, I'm like, no, I'm straight, dude, I'm straight. But you know, like, your best friend comes out of that closet, you like tits and pussy. But you kind of say, well, if he's gay, maybe, you know, (laughs) could I suck a dick? Could I put a dick in my asshole? In the end, I couldn't. But, uh, you know, I thought about it. Thanks for considering it, though. That's very open. The gay community thanks you. Yeah, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I just... That's an ally right there. I know that I'm not gay, which I'm sure is not how it works. But 
so, you know, in my thought process of thinking about it, I kept telling the guy I was straight and I was pretty sure, you know, uh, he wouldn't take no for an answer. So he said, So you blew him just to get him off your back. He wanted to take me out on a date. So I was like, well, all right, if you want to take me out on the date. And the guy was a, a cop in, a, in the neighboring yeah. town. You could do way worse than that. So, uh... He says, I want to take you out on a date. I want to take you out on a date. And I was, I always wanted to be a cop. So I was like, well, I'm straight. You're not going to get me this. You know, I'm like, you're not going to get me. You know, he's like, well, whatever. Let's just go out. Well, you know, and so whatever. We ended up going out to dinner. But I put a stipulation on it. And I told him that, uh, you know, I, only if you let me play with this cop car. So he met me one day. Ooh. And I got to play with the lights and the sirens and stuff. It was fun. <laughs> What an idiot. Like the, the beginning of the story is like, I'm not gay. I just got divorced with, from my wife. Then he ends up in a cage half naked. Then he's going on dates with gay guys. It, you know, it really sounds like you were way more successful than me in the gay community. <laughs> I never, I don't think anyone's ever just begged me for a date. Wouldn't take no for an answer. How goddamn depressing is that? You do, Jimmy Blue. This is Rick from Baltimore. Hey, Rick. You know, these TikTok fuckers. I thought the emo kids were the worst. No. You know what? I never thought I'd say this, but I actually have respect for emo kids now. <laughs> um, I have... I know a couple of people who are schizophrenic, and I know somebody who, thanks to having drug use, is like borderline personality disorder. Well, that's like a valid reason why someone would be mentally ill. These TikTok kids are just looking for content. That's why they're doing this. Um, but I think it's more of a way for her to deal with things. Yeah, this is just, this isn't, if I were truly suffering from an affliction like this, I would be totally pissed off at these kids. Yeah. Um, and I would go and shove horrible uh, things up their orifices. All right, that's nice. The newest thing, of course, is uh, kids pretending they uh, they not only have mental illnesses, but also physical illnesses. They want access to those sweet rides, right? The electric wheelchairs. This is uh, Ray Van Winkle, Sideshow member. <laughs> I love that name so much. Uh, hater of Unicorn Hamster. Uh-oh. And uh, probably Haley's comment, too, just to throw it in there. You haven't called uh, I was yet. listening to your April 26, 2021 show, and you're talking about pizza and how Domino's is bringing back the Noid. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of some things. When I was a kid, I, I grew up in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and I fucking hated pizza. My parents really? would always eat it like Pizza Hut or... Uh, get takeout from Shecky's uh, Pizza. fuck hates pizza? Or something like that. And I always thought pizza just tasted like shit. Unless you were going into a pizza hut. That was a little bit different. But I didn't like pizza until I was about in my 20s when I moved up to the Northeast and was introduced to varying levels of better pizza. And, you know, there, there's like three levels of pizza hierarchy. You have your shit pizza like Domino's, Pizza Hut, right. uh, Little Caesars, Shecky's, Papa Gino's, or whatever the hell it is. Then you have what I call like the Greek-style pizzas, which are basically Italian pizzas that are made by a bunch of Greeks or sometimes Chinese people or Mexicans that don't know shit about how to make a pizza crust. Okay. The crust is very sweet and stupid. And then you have like real pizza that's like 
mom and pop Italian style yeah. pizza that's made by Take Italians. And then right. you have kind of like your gourmet pizza. And uh, I didn't really care much for anything other than like the Italian pizza made by Italians on up, and I still do. And quite frankly, I don't think that uh, people, most people wouldn't know a good slice of pizza if it slapped them upside the fucking head. My dad spent most of his life trying to find a good uh, pizza place in our small town of Ashtabula. And, you know, they would come and go. Some would stick around for years. There were surprisingly a lot of pizza places. And my dad ended up with, um, I think it was called Salvedo's Pizza in Ashtabula. Uh, And he liked it okay, but it wasn't perfect. So he would call in. I I may have said this before. He would call and order a pizza and uh, tell them to take the pizza out. Right, Remove the pizza early from the oven. I don't know how early. Five minutes, ten minutes. I don't know how long pizza goes in the oven. And then he would he would drive there, pick up the pizza, come home, and then cook the pizza himself the rest of the way. After adding additional toppings, he wanted more pepperoni, more cheese. You know, pizza is supposed to be fast, right? You order a pizza, you pick it up or have it delivered, and then you eat it. But no, no, there's a whole additional 10 or 12 steps my dad would go through, and he liked the pizza extra crispy, the whole fucking thing. Nothing was simple with him. But yeah, he agreed with you. Like Little Caesars, uh, Domino's, pizza, that was all shit. I, on the other hand, I don't care. I see, oh my God, $7.99 for a large pizza? I'm there. I will eat shit and enjoy it. As a matter of fact, I'm coming around to Little Caesars too. I was railing on it a while ago on the podcast. It was awful. But, you know, you save an extra couple bucks. But their pizza is like $5. I'll choke that shit down. No qualms about eating garbage. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. My bittersweet ass. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up for the Sideshow. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or through superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, My name is Tim Henson, the new face of genital herpes. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.